0: Thanks for checking out the Sports Keto Wrestling podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night. Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown. And the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. The Forbidden Door is open between New Japan and All Elite Wrestling and people are buying tickets for it at a massive scale. We'll talk about this big show and how the tickets moved fast for it on a pre-sale. Yeah, before it even got to the public. It is today's Sports Geek to Wrestling top story of the day. Nikki Bella is getting back on the television with her own game show. On top of that, Warner Media and AEW, what is going on behind the scenes with a new potential show? And how could it be affected by this big merger within the Warner Media company? Samoa Joe, what is his role outside of the ring in all elite wrestling? It's an AEW heavy show because there's a lot of AEW news. We'll get into a whole lot of it and a whole lot more. You share that link or you stink, 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 stink. yes watch Watch out out. watch out watch out indeed uh let's get right into it if you're with us for the first time don't make it the last time turn those notifications on and subscribe to sports Keto wrestling right down there below uh make sure you know exactly when we go live we try to go live in the five o'clock hour a little bit earlier today we have a a whole bunch of different things to get to get your comments on screen if you're with us for the first time don't make it the last time drew mcintyre just did an interview with us and bill after and brad gilmore A lot to say. He has some harsh words to Roman Reigns, and these aren't just in-character things. Um, He has some pretty, pretty severe things to say about Roman Reigns ahead of WrestleMania Backlash this weekend. Uh, Does he acknowledge Roman Reigns? No, he says something else. So go check that out. A lot of insight from Drew, uh, one of the biggest stars in professional wrestling, and that fresh. And if interview. you
1: guys really want to find out what he says, stay stay tuned to the end of the show. we we'll are gonna clip. run a, we're gonna run the clip, so you guys a little teaser, so you guys get the feel of what Drew back McEn- and it's. I mean, it's it brings a chuckle to me, right? But I think it's pretty noteworthy. It, 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 it's pretty noteworthy.
0: That is OJG. That is Jeremy Ben and I am Kev Kellen. Let's jump right into the stories. Today was the pre-sale presale for the anticipated All Elite Wrestling New Japan Super Show. This will run at the United Center, one of the largest arenas in the in the country. Uh, capacity for 23,000. The event has been set up for 14,000. This show was expected to sell out, uh, but the pre-sale advance on this was crazy. This is basically an instant sellout. The on-sale, public on sale will be tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, there is a scant few hundred tickets left for this. This is basically an on sale sellout at the at the immediate moment. The uh post resale for this is another telling number, but what do you guys think about that, Jeremy? Oh, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of oh, there's no uh no
2: mainstream interest in New Japan. Yeah, yeah, they, they no way they're gonna fill that that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool to see i mean i had a lot of friends trying to get in and a lot of friends frustrated um they were about like 2000th in line and uh some people got through some people did not um but good to see that it is uh pretty much sold out obviously what Ticketmaster likes to do they hold stuff back and <clears throat> last minute like that's how i got my snoop dog ticket for so cheap when i mm-hmm. went a couple weeks ago they hold back some of those seats but uh very good to see um how quickly this sold this sold out within the hour um and yeah it's insane because uh a lot of people i saw like it it was like two thousand people waiting in the queue you know consistently as uh, people were trying to get in so it, it was definitely a hit and uh very excited to see what they do
1: yeah, man, and mm-hmm. there was even some reports on Twitter where people put, uh, posting some screenshots of up to 20,000 people in the ticket queue waiting for these things to go on pre-sale. Uh, so, I mean, if you get 20,000, that's practically a sellout. What's the capacity there at the United Center? Uh, it's
0: 23,000. That's for That's sports. pretty close. And uh, this is going to be set up for 14K. If you look at it, the entire back third of the arena, is isn't going to be used. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, uh, so similar similar to the way you would see a WWE show set up as well. Okay. Um, they did about, uh, I want to say, 17 or, or more when they ran the United Center on the rumor of CM Punk coming back, right? Uh, and it's also worth noting at that show they did around a quarter of a million dollars of merchandise on that show alone. Um, I can tell you that New Japan, uh, I know everyone thinks that AEW is the draw. I know there were some people critical of this i don't think i i was never you know and i i was i've worked with new japan to be clear i want i want people to understand that i worked the new japan show a few weeks ago this was in chicago this ran a venue uh called the odium which uh housed about 2300 less than 3000 you could you could technically call it an arena but it was more of a an advanced gym kind of sports complex and they're shutting it down soon so it was just odd that uh, New Japan was picking it, and then this rumor was picking up that week that this is happening. There were people that were aware of it when we were there, uh, and a lot of us who were kind of brought in as day of workers were like, I they going to announce it tonight? And they didn't. They wanted to do it on television, which I guess in the long run is a big deal. Uh, this is going to be a lot of AEW fans coming to the show, and they know they're getting a pay-per-view. Uh, it is also worth noting that we're still expecting to have all out in the Chicago market as well. That is expected to run at the Sears Center as it's normally run, now the Now Arena, which is about an hour and a half away. You can say it's Chicago, but it's like saying you're in New New Jersey and you're saying you're in New York City and you're not. Um, This is a big venue. This is a big deal. This will be a big media splash for them as well. They will get a lot more local news coverage. You will get a lot more sports coverage. There will be mainstream sports people present at this. Uh, You're looking at a gate in excess of at least – one to one point three million dollars in ticket sales. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But then you look at that resale value. The resale value, I think, is that's is a, a,
1: unbelievable, dude. I saw uh, when you guys posted it in the chat earlier when we we're talking about mm-hmm. this about this story. Two thousand dollars just scalpers. That is just sinful, man. I mean, I don't uh, like using yeah. that word, but that's just to be
0: clear, to be clear, I got a ticket. Okay, so the F- ticket and scalpers. scalpers. To the t- the ticket I have is in the three hundred level, right? I'm looking at the numbers on this, and that ticket is now going for about four hundred and seventy five dollars. So, do I want to go to a wrestling show or pay my rent? <laughs>
1: so, I mean, I mean, uh, it's, it's we're going get you. media credentials. I'll see if you can get media credentials in it and just watch the shit from the press box or do something like that. But, I
0: bought in a group. I bought in a group. I, I was thinking, but that, this is, I, you, th- know.
1: Th- you know, what this is awesome. You know, for the fans, right? This is. Absolutely great news, right? Because this is another show that is not WWE, and now we're having two big promotions joining forces to put on an ultimate super show for the ultimate wrestling fan. So, this is going to be great. I can't wait to uh, see what happens tomorrow when the tickets actually go on sale and see if we have an immediate sellout tomorrow because that might be our lead tomorrow again.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, David Barkley saying, Hate all the resellers, even worse for us toy collectors. Yeah, um, this is a resale ticket uh i really really do think this toy is collectors where, the new latest graphics yeah. card that
2: comes out for sneakers, a pc the
1: sneakers bro the sneakers yeah. the sneakers. sneaker game that, that you'll buy jordans for 130 dollars, and they'll go ahead and flip them over for six hundred and fifty, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars for jordans bro for jordans the game is well no no shame in getting we that don't want to wait
0: we don't want to wait you got to sell on don't demand you know um and uh this this is this is interesting I, it, now, a lot of people say, oh, what was the draw on this? It is AEW at the United Center. Locally, mm-hmm. I can tell you it is AEW at the United Center. There are people that will pay more to go to the United Center to see this than see it at Sears Center because they just don't want the drive. Uh, put it this way. If you have WWE, what's a little bit more appealing to you? They're going to run uh, the Izod Center, which is an hour outside of New York City in New Jersey or Long Island or Madison Square Garden. Ooh, right. There's a, there's an allure to saying you're going to play the United Center. You're playing the same venue, the bulls and the Blackhawks play. You're playing the place that Michael Jordan made famous. It's a bigger deal. So locally that's a draw. At the same uh, time, you're getting matchups that you're never, ever going to see. And you're never going to see. So um, I I can tell you that that new Japan show that was for less than 3000 people, that show made a lot of money. Like a lot. I can't, I I know what the number is. I'm not at the, uh, I'm not allowed to say what it is. But it is a lot of money, strictly on ticket sales. If I told you the number, I don't think you'd believe me. So imagine what that number is now for this company. It's probably one of the biggest shows they've ever done. uh, Up there with the Madison Square Garden show for New Japan, this is a much, much bigger deal for them. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the combination, the allure of it is really good. I think there's a lot of fans are going to try and travel in for this. I think this is an, an appeal and it's worth knowing that it's just the momentum that it has. I also think there's a lot of fans who would rather go see AEW at the United Center than somewhere else. There's something mm-hmm. special about that. It's also known if you're going to the show, a lot of easy things about this. You can get to the show on public transit. The show is not too far from downtown Chicago. Uh, you can stay in downtown Chicago. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, ease about the shows compared to running at different venues and different things like that. Nikki Bella, she's jumping into the game show uh, circuit. Uh, she did uh, appear on the America's Got Talent Extreme spinoff. And now like, she's continuing that in kind of a second stage of her career. Obviously, a big splash in WWE, a Hall of Famer there as well. And now she's getting her own game show on the USA Network. Tell me all about it, boys. Deadline reporting that
2: uh, it's going to be called Barmageddon on the USA Network, produced by Blake Shelton of uh, 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 that that music show, Fame. I'm drawing the ch- voice. I'm drawn, uh, the, the voice. I'm drawing to blank. Yeah. And, of course, Carson Daly, uh, uh, who was, of course, a big part of it. TRL. Yep, old TRL back in the day. Also had his own late-night talk show for a short amount of time. Uh, so they're going to be the producers in each episode. Two celebrities will play a unique set of five games in a bar to win a much needed prize for a viral internet sensation. Each has chosen to support and um, yeah. So it just looks, looks like they're uh, doing some bar games and uh, including some influencers on the, on the social media. Uh, some celebrities are going to obviously be involved as well and uh, called Barmageddon. So uh, no, uh, no word.
1: Not, on not
0: an awful concept on paper. You
1: know, not bad. No, not at all. Take, I take mean, take take a. Take it's gonna be own. a game show at a bar. So I mean, yeah.
0: Take take yeah, a known I, I thing will. and play with Why it. Not? You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, there uh, could I be mean...
1: worse things, like Chris Lee knows best. You know, like.
0: <laughs> Why would you say that? Right. Why would you, <laughs> Brayden? Brayden,
2: I laugh at that show for some reason. Or... I don't. I don't watch Sorry. it a lot, but sometimes I'll put it on and I'm like, "This ain't bad." I've seen. Who's worse. your favorite
0: character on the show?
2: Uh, geez, probably Grandma. Yeah, grandma's not <laughs> grandma's old, she's a riot.
1: I just feel like I'm rotting my brain when I'm watching that. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> hello, all right. Yeah, I
0: just want to make my I did not want to make sure someone's coming. No one's coming <laughs> to my apartment. Kev gets kidnapped on air. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're gonna, no, gonna no, to no one's I been remember. in my apartment except me for like three weeks. So, my so somebody coming in, I want to make sure I know who it is. Uh, let, let's jump into this other right. story moving along Go here. Nikki Bella. Good luck to her I'm on this new show. You. Don't st- you are freaking
2: me out, dude. Now, all right, no, Warner we're, we're Media. Doing the, we're doing the Liam Neeson thing. If he got kidnapped, <laughs> we're gonna find him and we're gonna kill him.
1: I have a particular <laughs> set of skills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, gonna put, we're gonna lay out a little trail of Coca Cola's. We'll know if Kevin will find them, he'll drink the Coca Cola's and come back to us quickly. Um, let's talk about this Warner Media. It is merged with Discovery Media. There is a lot of concern with how AEW would figure into this as Warner is now under really Discovery Executives control, but AEW really signed with a different set of executives. Could they be on the chopping block with all these different changes? Is there going to be massive changes to Warner properties like DC Cinematic Universe, HBO Max, and other things? So what's going on? Well, AEW has a new reality show that has been in the works for some time, and now we're learning that that is indeed true. It was in the works before this merger was completed, and uh, could that put it in the the line of the chopping block? There's been less less worry recently from media insiders that AEW could be lost since it is sort of a proven property. Will it get more money? Will it get renewed? That's a whole different conversation. But will this new show be a part of the deal, or is that simply going to be a you know, let's just look at a new concept and you guys stick it, keep it in the ring, not a reality show that's been in development here and recently got greenlit by people yeah. that don't own the company anymore.
1: Yeah, man. So today, uh, good old Uncle Dave from the Wrestling Observer Radio. Unky Dave. Uh, Unky Dave. Uh, so he came out and he was uh, given an explanation on how this all came together. Uh, it was recently revealed that the new show would be coming after Dynamite later this year. And it's expected to be reality based. It'll look like a backstage inner our workings of the promotion. Many fans felt that this is a great design that Discovery is prepared to push more wrestling-related content, and it also shows that Discovery is happy to continue airing wrestling content, and it's not something that they, they haven't created. So um, it looks like they're on board on, on continuing to push AEW or support AEW, mm-hmm. uh, which is good because Discovery is flooded with reality shows. So if if you have an AEW reality show, you can air it uh, you know, after t- TBS, and then you can repurpose it on – Uh, on Discovery Channel,
2: yeah, and on top top of that, Discovery is talking about adding more AEW content on top of that. So, uh, I think you could say they are pretty safe
0: for the time being on Warner Media. We'll see how things play out. It is certainly interesting to see what this show does. Uh, it is worth noting that it is not clear what the name there's several names out there, you can find the list of names. Uh, There's several different focuses of the show is going to be one individual wrestler is going to be several different wrestlers. It's a reality show. It is somewhere in the vein of what they did with Roads to the top. That's all we know. Uh, We do know they did focus uh, uh, some sizzle reels. They filmed with Darby Allen, Adam Cole, Swerve Strickland and Britt Breaker. Uh, Beyond that, we don't know anything else about this show and what it could, what it could play into. Uh, Is it more akin to just a, a sports documentary about people backstage? Uh, we'll see how it plays out. Rose at the top. It did get re- greenlit for another season, but Code Roads went to WWE. So that's a whole other story. Samoa Joe, he is with All Elite Wrestling. We saw this coming when he left WWE, right? Uh, when he was in WWE, you saw this, Jose, uh, in uh-huh. Las Vegas. He had a pretty advanced role as a coach and scout. So he it was sure a talent was. and he was a producer and uh, kind of recruiter for wwe now in all elite wrestling he's kind of assuming somewhat of a similar role he is a very much a veteran he's been in the game a very long time has won world titles won many many championships and has had matches with all of the greats he is widely respected and now he'll be respected for bringing in potential new names to all elite wrestling and not a fan of this whole forbidden door thing too right what's going on with samoa joe uh, he mentioned here on uh, the podcast, the EW
2: restricted that uh, he is not backing down from what he said. He says, I stand by my comments. Here's the thing. Maybe my definition of forbidden door and yours is different, but mine was always WWE. Okay. Well, that door is still not mm-hmm. open. If you're talking about co-promotion like new Japan and other promotions, ring of honor, that's fine. But to me, that's never considered a forbidden door. I co-promoted with ring of honor and new Japan years ago. Obviously the, those two yearly, had shows together so that's not a new thing uh as a sidebar uh we did the best of the super juniors it didn't turn out well it wasn't a good collaboration from that experience but that's what i based my experiences on uh even to this day when you talk about a forbidden door i am talking about it from a standpoint where i'm at where people are at the door is currently up and is is what adds value to a lot of wrestlers to me even though i have dealt with tony i have a very different feeling now that i'm dealing with tony personally yeah,
0: I mean, this is a player. He knows what he's doing, he knows what he's saying, he's been on the end of it. Is interesting that he's in uh he's knew the company, he's already saying this big show we're doing, I don't think we should be calling it that. <laughs> like, like, like that's kind of that's kind of interesting that he would say that. Also, he has a point. He was in WWE, he went through that door, he knew he knew what the difference was. He went for he went from he went from impact to WWE, which at one point was the line that people thought was never gonna be get crossed. And he was one of those guys that went through it and did it in a big way and, and made uh, quite the splash. And a lot of people thought maybe his run in WWE wasn't successful. There's was a lot of different reasons, a lot of different injuries, a lot of different things, a lot of different things WWE didn't do, uh, and all this different stuff. But it's worth saying he had a good run there. You know, he, he won some titles, he got an executive position beyond just being a wrestler. So for him, he's like, no, if you go to the real door, is WWE. Is that going to exactly. happen? Exactly. Uh, and I know some fans are already thinking about this because we're already getting these like cross promotional dream matches and stuff like that. It's worth noting WWE New Japan were talking to each other, you know, and like we could have gotten a WWE New Japan crossover show at some point around this time. So what a crazy time to follow wrestling, right? Uh, I, I I'm going to disagree with you. This is a forbidden door to agree. But I do think this is just uh, this is just Oli wrestling in New Japan playing off the terminology that fans. Yeah, made.
2: I don't think it's a forbidden door to be honest. Because I, I, I don't think it's that, I, big don't think yearly, that big of a deal. This was a yearly. This was a
0: yearly thing with Ring yeah. of Honor. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a yearly thing for Ring of Honor too. I just think it's a, it's a vernacular. It's a terminology. They're playing off that and yeah. putting the on a show and a poster.
1: That's it. Yeah, no, I think I, I, and I agree with Joe. And I think just because they've had it, they've done it before. And he's had that experience that may have left a sour taste in his mouth, but maybe this will be different, right? So we'll have, just have to say wait and see when uh, when Forbidden Door comes around the door there.
0: Uh, David Barclay, I think he's right. Joe speaks from experience, and it remains AEW is collaborating with shows with every promotion that exists majorly, except WWE. That is the true Forbidden Door. He is absolutely correct. It's worth noting they they've allowed some things. You know, Yeah, had Chris Jericho under contract with All Elite. He was able to do stuff on WWE Network. Um, and I do think at some point they will collaborate on something. I don't think it'll be an actual wrestling show. I think you'll see them do something with charities or, uh, you know, something that benefits a society or some type of needy cause in some way. That's how I would see a WWE and AEW collaboration. Then they upset some people, right? They may, 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 may not be what you want, but that may be what's politically possible. You know, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, like I think that's what's possible. Uh, and I think it's more possible than people think. I mean,
2: you know, you had Mickey James in the Rumble. Yeah. You haven't really had a forbidden door type of situation. God, you don't even really count ECW because Vince was basically helping Heyman out, keeping that thing afloat. So that wasn't really a forbidden door when it, on the surface, it looked like it until we learned the the truth See, the, years the later. The Last
1: time WWE did do something like that, where they did cross a forbidden door was like back in the nineties when they used to work with triple a and new Japan, they would, yeah. they would bring sometimes the wrestlers for the rumble or for a survivor series. We've seen oh, you yeah. thunder Liger involved. We've seen, you know, some, um, uh, I forget some of the triple a guys that have been, or even CMLL guys. So they've, Done this many, many years ago, but this is before they were a publicly traded company. This is before Mm -hmm. they were a global titan that they are right now. So, um, I don't know. I think it just has to make business sense for WWE because the WWE is not going to make a deal that they're going to have, you know, the short end of the stick. So,
2: a little breaking news here Uh, in Video Game Realms, Stephanie McMahon was uh, interviewed. Talking about the commercial critical success of 2K22, and has re- revealed that uh, there is going to be an upcoming RPG for oh, WWE. Being, that's,
0: a, um, that's a that's a that's a different thing for them to jump into. Yeah. Um, um, I like no, the idea.
2: Nothing specific. Uh, oh, it's going to be called WrestleQuest, coming in 2022 from Mega Cat Studios. Uh, no word if that's a mobile game or if that's going to be a, a console one. Uh, no. uh, Go through the
1: territories and dominate yours. Yes, you must ride your horse
0: from the Greensboro Coliseum to Madison, Wisconsin. (laughs) To Madison, Wisconsin. (laughs) Are you making towns on your mythical beast? Do not uh, forget to talk to the wizard Pat Patterson before you ruin the finish of your match.
2: I, I guess somehow I missed this, but it was announced at ID and Xbox back in March, coming out to all major consoles and PC.
0: Oh, so that's a new PC. That's a new console game.
2: This is supposed to come out this summer
0: oh wow wow that has been, that's been quite available involved.
1: on your video consoles wrestling captures quest. the
2: spirit and passion of wrestling through the lens of an unforgettable rpg experience
1: and a wonderful wizard i did
2: not realize <laughs> that okay so i did not realize no, this was, i did not realize this clip oh <laughs> it's, it's including legends it's a like a before got...
1: <laughs> so before we so jump on andre and the giant's and gonna show, show up
2: with with a with a unicorn
1: can someone explain to me why Chris Jericho is now the wizard? Oh, like it, all, it was just a, just it a- got
2: explained on Rampage. I forget what the explanation was, but it 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 was birthed on on Rampage. But at the same time, <laughs> the wizard, it just Christian. falls in line with it just falls in line with the Jericho Appreciation Society. It's ridiculous, and it's purposely ridiculous. So, Jericho knows what he's doing.
0: I don't mind that name. Russell Quest is actually a pretty cool name. I like Russell. King.
2: Yeah, it's gonna involve uh, Macho Man? Man, Booker T, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, Jeff Jarrett, and many more. So it looks like it's gonna be. Oh uh, yeah, listen, you got yourself here get, to get, get on that. Oh yeah, this drivel,
0: or you can take the high road.
2: Let's get on that unicorn. Oh yeah, let's get on that. Let's go flying on that
0: unicorn. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are we adding like all these ridiculous things it's a never-ending story
1: oh my god um <laughs> uh,
0: we, we have this exclusive today it is up on the channel right now drew mcintyre can he be the man that some believe in the future is back at the mountain of roman reigns he's climbed it once before him and knocked off the top but can he be the guy that takes out the tribal chief, a must-see in-depth why does, interview. Why does He's, Brad
2: Gilmore look like an animation with his head exploding?
1: <laughs> uh, well, he has a green screen, so yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Looks like Max Headroom, and his head is just. All right.
1: Well, no, that's just the volume that he uses on his head. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. and I've seen it in person. It's—I'm it's, <laughs> it, sure he spends quite uh, quite some time on it.
0: All right, let's jump right into it. This is an exclusive. We have you can watch the entire interview up now on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. We'll also have it up for you in the podcast real soon.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh, we have a short clip here with uh, Bill after Brad Gilmore and Drew McIntyre talking WrestleMania backlash, uh, talking Roman Reigns particularly. And Bill after is, Are you ready? Is asking him, Are you ready to acknowledge Roman Reigns? and he had a very interesting answer, not entirely acknowledging roman but he had a very interesting comparison so we'll play the clip uh, i'm not going to give it uh, the whole thing away but we're going to play the clip so you guys can see it and then you guys can check out the entire interview on our youtube channel a single
0: match though against uh, roman that's the goal um i want to get that match roman i want to take him down he's got both the titles i've been championed twice 300 days total in front of exactly zero live fans so I'm looking for my moment and the only way to get that moment is to take down the man himself. But if this is phase one of working my way towards that match, that's fine with me. You know, I'm a very patient man. I've learned patience over 20 years. And if it takes, you know, getting a good showing in this match, perhaps getting a big pin over the Tribal Chief, that's good with me. I'm looking to get that match down the line. Uh, right now, as far as I'm concerned, as far as the fans are concerned, he's Thanos from the Marvel movies. He's pretty much indestructible and he's not easy to get to so this is phase one of getting to him getting to that match i'll do whatever it takes to get that match
1: right yeah you know drew i mean obviously so uh yeah so he didn't totally acknowledge him but he compared him to thanos from the marvel cinematic universe uh any any hot takes from jeremy or kevin is he wrong though jeremy
0: (laughs) like at this point like Roman is in very rarefied heel uh, heel area in WWE. Very few villains get to have this level of dominance for this long. Maybe it's the pandemic. Maybe it's everything happening because he did win that title when we're still dealing with the throes of the pandemic. But he has been the character, the Darth Vader of WWE, a captivating villain that people want to boo, in some cases starting to cheer, but they're still booing him for the most part. And this guy is electric. He is more over than he's ever been as a babyface. And now you have Drew McIntyre, a guy that they've cooled off on. They had the world title on him on the, uh, you know, the, on Raw while well, Roman reigned over on SmackDown. And they did face each other at Survivor Series in in 2020. Hell of a match, one of the best WWE matches that year. Now you get to do them again. Is this a fresh match? I don't, I'm 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 okay if it's not fresh. I think it can be exciting. What's your take, Jeremy?
2: Yeah, I you know we've not seen this in the modern era. I mean, we sure Brock held it for a long time, but he also was didn't show up for a long time during. No, that he wasn't rain. he wasn't on TV every week. Roman Reigns has been there nearly every week. If he takes a week off, WWE makes a big deal. Roman Reigns is returning, even though he's been away a week. Um, but it's a,
0: it's a big deal for
2: fans, yeah. like they been yeah. talking. Um, about it. You know, and, and I've said this, going on this on
1: Roman Reigns withdrawals. They're probably in the I'm, shower shaking, right?
2: I, I, you know, and I've said this on this show and many other shows uh, for months now. This has been probably the best storytelling WWE's done in the past ten years, uh, which has resulted in a close to six hundred day title reign. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Drew be the guy to end it? I, I at first I hated it, but then I thought about it a little more. And, you know, I, I thought maybe somebody else should be the guy to end the streak, but at the same time, I thought about it and I go, you know what? Drew has earned that right to end this new, almost three year undefeated streak. If we get to October, we've hit three years that, that Roman Reigns has been undefeated so, in singles competition. So I, I the more, the more as time goes on, the more I'm accepting Drew being that guy to end it all for Roman
0: Reigns. It's interesting. Uh, I do think sentimentally drew deserves something in front of a big audience, not to say he hasn't gotten, and he had some big wins, but I mean, like I remember going to that WrestleMania in Tampa Bay. All right. Coming right out of the pandemic and, and you were there. And there was a lot of people that saw drew McIntyre in this situation where he had, he had carried the title, had lost it and won it back. He was the main player for WWE raw. And there was some questionable booking, but you couldn't uh deter how valiant he looked like. He was the closest thing WWE had to Superman, and he was playing the part. He was nailing his part. Uh, he got COVID. He still came back. He kept the title. He got through all these things. And right as WWE is getting on the road again and in front of live fans, and that's the thing he wants to be. He wants to be the flag bearer. He wants to be... The franchise player, the guy at the top of the card, who maybe may, may not be the best draw, but I would say he's the best player. You can believe him in that role. And he didn't get to it, it just ran its course. We had to get the title on somebody else, you know? It wasn't like it was with Roman with all the different pivots and changes. And you had to see him be vulnerable. And I think Drew can get them back. He's played this game with Madcap Moss. It was fun. It was fine. It ran its course. He did it with Sammy. He's He's been in the ring with a lack of a better phrase, and I mean this in the right way, the Jokers, all right? But now he's playing for aces. He's, play, he's playing He's He's playing. playing for the real deck right now. And I think you can get him back in that position for a big match, say SummerSlam. You can get him back in that position for that big match. He wants possibly this at Clash of the, of the Castle. I think you he almost said tightness, didn't position. you? <laughs> uh, yeah it's easy to say that it's easy to say you almost like Clash of the champions if you want to say that too uh drew's a player you can you can rev him back up you i think you can get Drew back there with the right set of promos the right circumstances absolutely and uh and also a pivot here with with roman we saw this with roman this week on raw roman's been a dominating champion it's been a furious champion he's been a heel that that, that isn't scared that talks this game and all these different things never been a chicken shit he Never been a run from anyone, heal maybe a little bit of shenanigans. People help him out. Obviously, he can't win matches, he has to have people help him out. He's a villain, he's a villain, but a lot of matches he's dominating people for the most part, even if other people were involved. He's still involved in this case. There was fear, there was legitimate fear he you
2: could sold... see it in his face yeah, he, he played it off it, it doubt. He, it, it, he, he played it off really well on, on Friday. yeah that
1: reaction was was it, it almost looked like it was genuine like he wasn't even expecting it Yeah. Mm-hmm. but we we knew that he was but the just the facial like,
2: well maybe he wasn't maybe people, maybe, he was maybe he wasn't <laughs> maybe he
1: maybe he wasn't included and maybe he, they wanted that genuine reaction but he had that reaction of fear like and the, the, the fact that Drew McIntyre brought that sword, pointed at him, he's like, if you're going to come, you better drop that sword, drops the sword, and then gets face-to-face with him, that that was pretty cool. But, yeah, that that facial reaction was worth every single penny.
0: We already have people in the chat trying to resell these AEW New Japan tickets. I would advise anyone, don't click on links. We're deleting them. Just watch don't out. click.
1: Don't click links. Don't don't, tag click, people. don't click links. No, you want you want to go to a verify. Go to a nope. verified
0: platform. Go through them. Sell your
1: tickets on on, on Hub Stub or whatever. Do you know? Yeah. Do go through a verified
0: yeah. platform. Don't go through stub links. Don't, don't, don't pay
2: ridiculous idea. prices. Wait till they drop. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe, maybe maybe that make or maybe them scalp ridiculous ma- prices.
0: Make, make them yeah. scalpers sweat. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Uh. the interesting stuff here. Let's get to it here. We have a lot to cover in the week ahead. We have a WrestleMania Backlash post show. We will have for you uh coming up this weekend. Uh So a lot to cover. All right. A lot to cover. And if you're going to be with us, make sure those notifications are on. Make sure you share the link. Prove it to the bosses. Prove it to the bosses that the Watch Out now. Gang is watching, 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 watching. And if you're with us live, go ahead and hit that like button before we're done today. Tag your friends in the comments below. If you're watching On Demand, we're still with you guys as well. We'll jump into the conversation continue to talk with you guys. You can also get the show in audio form on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're now on Stitcher as well. We're on many, many platforms. Thank you for putting us on the charts, making us number one in Ireland recently. We're putting us on the charts in India, Canada, Great Britain, the United States, Germany, Pakistan, and many, many more territories for podcast people. We appreciate you as well. A lot of things going on as well with WrestleBinge. That is our countdown channel. I know Jeremy just uh, uh, recorded one for The Rock for his birthday, a high and low countdown. We have one on John Cena. Pretty, pretty sweet. I just did one about the top five I quit matches in WWE history. This was really, really cool. So those are all dropping.
2: Yeah, one one just dropped on Snapchat. uh, Ten WWE superstars who... uh, did not get along in real life. But now we're friends.
0: But now we're friends. They're now friends. They're now friends. They, 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 they once were bitter enemies. Amigos. Now friends. Yeah, amigos. amigos. Thank you guys so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing you can do. Take a deep breath and do this thing. It's important.
1: You got to take right. a deep breath. All right, you did that. Let it out. And now, enjoy <sighs> wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Talk to
2: them. Let me talk to you.
1: Watch out, watch out.